As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I'm your host, Josh G. And we are continuing on with Best Month Ever 2, Best Month Boogaloo, <laughs> as we welcome Liam to the show. Hey, how you doing? I'm all right. So good, good. Before, before we get into the movie, why don't you go ahead and you give your spill on what Best Film Ever is all about? Well, it was a group of friends getting together and... Uh... Instead of just sitting down talking off mic, we decided to talk on mic. And uh, we thought, what makes a good film? What makes them the best movie? And uh, Ian decided to have this idea of setting up a podcast. And uh, here we are to this day, finding out what is the best film ever. Still in search. <laughs> I think that's going to be a never-ending search. I think, you're, I think you're right, because we have very diverse tastes. <laughs> That will go as long as you all want it to go. So that's I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you're taking me back. I, oh, I forgot to look. I think it's 1983, but this was. Yeah, a, 1983. Yeah, a wild pick. John Travolta starring, Sylvester Stallone directing, staying yeah. alive. Hey, a break. You ain't got the moves for Broadway. Oh, I ain't got the moves, right? Oh, really? It's only happened once the music, the man. The magic, the movie. This is the end. Now it's about to happen again. Paramount Pictures presents John Travolta in a Sylvester Stallone film, Staying Alive. The fever still burns. Rated PG. Yeah, I know, right? All the great ingredients. <laughs> I, I looked at that and I was like, "Wow, that is wild." <laughs> it blew my mind. <laughs> So I guess, well, first thing let's talk about is when did you first see this? Oh, I must have been, I'd seen Greece. So I saw Greece when I was about 11, uh, probably 12, 13. Yeah, I went, I actually saw Staying Alive before Saturday Night Fever. And that's what I was going to ask you next, because to get ready for this, I was like, you know what? I've never watched Saturday Night Fever, so I had to watch both of them to, to do this. So. Completely two different movies. <laughs> Very different. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's just like taking one character out of a dark movie into a quite a lighthearted musical. <laughs> yeah, very much so. So yeah. for anyone that isn't familiar, tell them what Staying Alive is all about. Well, Staying Alive is about um, a guy called Tony Monero who was in Saturday Night Fever. And he, in the first movie, he wanted to get out and become this West End, or well, not West End, Broadway star. And um, he he's always trying to an angle out of, out, of the, out of the neighborhood. And in the sequel that I like, Staying Alive, he finally moves over to Manhattan and start working uh, as, a, as a teacher and hopefully getting into... Uh, the Broadway and uh, yeah, just uh, his journey and how he becomes a star and uh, how it all comes tumbling down <laughs> in the same breath. Cause that's his character. That's Tony Monero. That's Tony Monero. Yeah. Yep. So we'll talk a little bit about Saturday Night Fever in just a minute, but before okay. that, what, it, why is it you like this? Cause looking around, I noticed that a lot of people don't like this one as much. 
They don't. They really don't. And I think that's because they're so different. But I love this because it spoke to me. Um, bearing in mind, I watched this when I was uh, 12, 13, that sort of age. I saw it I saw it again later in my later teens, which I could relate more to the character. Um, I was going through certain things um, that sort of called on different things at that time. But when I first watched it, I just loved the whole danciness of it. I loved the whole, um, the fact that Stallone was a brief cameo in it. I loved the fact that every time I watched it, I saw something different and found something different, more so than Saturday Night Fever. Again, I revisited, um, well, I, I went to watch Saturday Night Fever after I'd seen Staying Alive, thinking that was going to be the same, and it's totally different. Love the movie still, but not as much as Staying Alive. Yeah, so you mentioned Saturday Night Fever, and I got to tell you, that movie, what I thought about that movie was like the first, what, 15 minutes? That's kind of what everybody's perception of that movie is. Yeah. Because holy jeez, was that movie dark that I did not expect. I did not see a lot of that stuff. I didn't know anything it about it is why. It is very dark. He's not a nice guy, really. No, he's not. <laughs> he's yeah. not at all. Like, like you yeah. see that scene of him walking down the street, and that's what everybody thinks of. Yeah. The disco. And that's, like I said, the first 10, 15 minutes, and then it, it goes a lot deeper. Oh, uh, yeah. And then you get this wild sequel from Stallone. So... I guess my question to you is going to be if they had somehow kept the Tony Monero story going, where would you have liked to see it gone? Well, because at the end of the movie, he kind of, I think he deals with his demons in this movie. And he's, I'd like to think that, you know, he no longer wants to strive for the top and he's been there, done it, done it on his terms. And he's now a dance teacher back to what he was doing. Because he was happy. He was happy that way. You always think you want more, but once you get more, is it really better? Who knows? But for him, it wasn't, you know. So I think uh, instead of striving to go back to Broadway, he uh, just opened his own dance studio. That's okay. what I think. Yeah. I not, not, much of, not much of a story. <laughs> you couldn't do another uh, sequel. A sequel yeah. to a sequel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it would be. Or who knows? They'd probably just completely flip it again, just like they did with this one. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. But let's say what they could do, and that would be the remake status. Mm -hmm. And they updated it. You're not bringing Travolta back. Who would you no. put in these roles? I think one of my go-to guys is um, with these sort of musical things is Zac Efron or probably somebody like Ryan Gosling or, you know, to play his part. You need someone who's got a bit of presence, someone who's got a bit of um, who can play Bolshe. And pickheadedness and vulnerability and all these things all combined into one. Because because you don't not like Tony Monero, because he's all those things. But that's just a human. A human is flawed. <laughs> um, I don't always agree with some of his decisions, um, but you know, yeah, Zac Efron or Ryan Gosling, I think, playing his part. Uh, Fanola Hughes's part, I'd probably have somebody like Emma Stone. Uh, Margot Robbie, that sort of person yeah. playing her. Um, as for Cynthia Rhodes' character, you need someone who can play very um, fragile but strong at the same time. So probably Rachel McAdams. Okay. So if you if you go with the Ryan Gosling pick, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you're gonna get 
La La Land or the Notebook reunion going on. So. I know, right? <laughs> but like, regardless of what um, they're like in real life with each other, I mean, I heard that Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling hated each other, but the chemistry on screen is amazing. And the same with Emma Stone. Um, so, yeah, probably that. Okay. I like that. So do you think to have this remake done, they would need to remake Saturday Night Fever first? Can you imagine them just no. jumping into this? Yeah, um, yep. because you don't need the origin story because basically Saturday Night Fever is an origin story and a completely different story. All you need to know is where he came from and you know where he is now. So you could briefly show that. A bit like, yep. um, you know, um, Top Gun Maverick, right? You don't need to watch the first one to watch Top Gun Maverick because it gives you all the fill-ins. It tells you the story and how things are. You can watch it separately as a movie. So I think you could do that. So yeah. Okay, so I haven't checked out Maverick. So they fill you in on all of Top Gun beforehand? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, everything you need to know, they fill you in with. Okay. You know, they sort of talk about it or whatever. So yeah. And you could do that with Tony Manero. You could sort of say he came from this dead end job dance scene and he wanted more and you know they could briefly describe that or show you bits of that because in 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 staying alive um staying alive he goes back to his neighborhood uh for a brief moment and sees his mum and stuff so you can kind of get a feel for that anyway so yeah all right so here's what i want you to do give that final pitch Tell people why that maybe have rated this lower they should go back and give it that other chance and take a look at it with a different eye or watch it for the first time if they haven't seen it. Everybody needs to go watch this movie because A, John Travolta is in the best peak of his life. I mean, that guy is so ripped and you don't think of John Travolta being ripped, but he is ripped in this movie and for good reason. <laughs> Stallone. <laughs> Stallone probably got him on some sort of regime uh, to get him in that great shape. And the dancing's phenomenal. The music's great. It's atmospheric. It's got Frank Stallone in it, his, uh, Stallone's brother, singing Far From Over. Brilliant song on its own, regardless of the movie. And, um, oh, it's got a um, thingy in it as well. Um, guy from Robocop. I can't think of his name. Third Rock from the Sun guy, I think his name is. Um, uh, I think you're thinking of Kurtwood Smith. Yeah, him. From that 70s show, not Third Rock. But yeah. oh, well, oh, one of them. I I've never seen them anyway. Um, but guy from Robocop. <laughs> so to see him in Robocop and to see him in that is very different. Because uh, he plays a dance choreographer in this. Um, yes. Yeah, um, it's one of them movies that just takes you on a journey. And I like movies that take you on a journey, good or bad. And this takes you on one of them journeys of, you know, is he going to succeed? Can he succeed? You know, why is he ruining his career with the way he is um but he still reached those heights it's got um i found out the other day a mate of mine who's also a fan he told me that patrick swayze's in it so i google it and patrick swayze is in it and i've seen this film so many times he must be like an extra a dancer right so i now have to go and watch this again there you go <laughs> And look out for Patrick Swayze, because how weird is this? Patrick Swayze and Cynthia Rhodes, four years later, Dirty Dancing. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. So, again, I keep watching these things and getting excited about these things. And I also love in Saturday Night Fever, the very first one, um, when Tony Manero is in his bedroom, there's a poster on the wall of Rocky. 
uh, <laughs> how how that all ties in you know yeah it's amazing that that is that is a pretty cool little easter egg there yeah absolutely there's so many there's so many but yeah you should go watch this movie because a i think you know it's one of them movies where you you cheer for him even though he's a flawed character and you can kind of see his point of view of things and you know does he get the girl probably not but he gets the right girl in the end you know so yeah it's, it's one of, it just makes me feel good whenever i'm down whenever i'm feeling low i put this movie on and before i know it, i forgot what i was down or worried about and i'm, I'm with him i'm like yeah let's go strut let's go strut hey. yeah <laughs> hey come on <laughs> Times square <laughs> you know um but yeah like the, that's the very last uh bit of words said in the in the movie is you know what i want to do i want to go and strut right. yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i definitely say you'll walk away feeling better after this one than you even saturday night fever even. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> saturday night fever leaves you with a bad taste in your mouth yeah that one that one that one caught me off guard like i said i just wasn't expecting that so yeah this yeah one, yeah yeah, yeah. This one was just good 80s fun. It was like yeah. Rocky, Rocky meets dancing. Like some of this. It, it is, it is, it is, it is. <laughs> but that's why I love it so much. And this is, I also love the cameo with um, Stallone in it as well, because he's walking down the street and they bump into each other and he turns around and looks at him. And I just think it's great. You know, it's like a Hitchcock moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. He's got to put himself yeah. in it. So there you go. But, uh, that makes sense. All right, Liam, let's go wrap it up. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you and the podcast? Uh, you can find me on uh, BFE, on any download platform. And uh, yeah, best film ever pod. So uh, listen to us there. Okay, simple as that. Easy yeah, to find me. Yeah. Go to linktr.ee slash YNF movie pod. You'll find everything you need there. And come back next week as we close out best month ever too when Ian joins or yeah Ian joins the show to talk about a fish called Wanda. Oh, good film. So until then, you guys take care, and I'll talk to you next time. <laughs> <laughs>